Just what is it that you want to do? Well, we want to be free. We want to be free to, to do what we want to do. And we want to get loaded. And we want to have a good time. And that's what we're going to do. Away, baby, let's go. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a party. Excuse me. I'd like to ask you a few questions. It's time for five questions. Five is right up. Man, let me ask you something. I got a question. Only on ESPN New Hampshire. You don't have to answer the question. I'll answer the question. 900 AM Nashua. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. Calm down. 1250 AM Manchester. What did you say? At ESPNNHradio.com. Thank you for all your cooperation. Putting on your headphones, Brian. Force a habit over there. God. You see how uh, you no know how many sound. you know how many years I've been doing that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> no just sound. Headphone in those headphones. issues today. No sound coming through the headphones. Got to adjust uh. on the fly. So Mitch Moreland uh, hit a leadoff double. Hopefully they can cash in some runs here. Yeah, they we'll, couldn't we'll see when if, uh, after Pablo hit his leadoff double last uh, yesterday. Well, we'll see if the woes with runners in scoring position continue for the Red Sox here. Well, this is Jordan, yeah, we old man Zimmerman. We will keep you updated throughout five questions here. As we mentioned, um, Mark is not here. He is off on a camping trip, but he did send us his five questions last night. So we're going to lead it off here. Uh, question number one, Brian. Jack kicking square in the net, and he cried I like Nancy Kerrigan. Not stuff. <laughs> is, this what, is this what the buzzer is going to be? It's in Brad? honor of Brad Marchand. So in honor of Brad Marchand, it's going to be, is that the only nut no, uh, buzzer? No, five different ones. Five it's different? a surprise. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. I'm sorry for asking. All right. Uh, we already gave it one. away. <laughs> Ashish, go take a seat. Go question, question number All one. buzzers are testicle-related today. <laughs> question number one, courtesy of Mark Lizell. Chris Sale made his Red Sox debut on Wednesday. Thanks, Mark. We just spent an entire second talking about that. Do you think by the end of his tenure in Boston, he will be mentioned in the same breath as Pedro? No. I love. We kind of mentioned that. I mean, look, it's kind of hard to... I mean, nothing against Chris Sale. One of the best pitchers I've seen in a very long time. But to put him next to Pedro Martinez... Who in his prime was like a, He's a contender for the a triple crown Hall every year of famer. And I'm not saying look, Chris Sale certainly on the path to being that if he can stay healthy and if he can continue what he's done mm. over the first five six years of his career. Absolutely. But I mean, just do yourself a favor. Go and look up Pedro's statistics between 1997 and 2000, and your job will literally hit the hit the ground. He was dominant. He, like he had a unreal. one point like something ERA. So it's it's really years. hard to to put anyone in the same breath as Pedro. Really, if Chris Sale has but. that zero ERA this year, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if he has a sub one ERA, then maybe we can start talking right. about him in the same breath as Pedro. But no. No, you can't even, you can't start talking about that right now. You know, it's it's way, way too early. In his career, in his Red Sox career, no, this guy hasn't accomplished nearly what no. Pedro has. And even if he Michael. does... Michael! No! No! Even if he does, you're not going to even mention him in the same breath as Pedro. Pedro is one of the most beloved pitchers to ever wear a Red Sox uniform. It was the personality, it was the dominance, it was all of it put together, and he won a World Series with his team. All right, so that, no, 
No, no. <laughs> you are not mentioning Chris Sale in the same breath as Pedro Martinez. A nice productive no. out there, by the way. I'm just looking Pablo at Pablo just hit a sack fly, and now Mitch Moreland's on third. It's not I'm a sack just... fly, though. Well, yeah, it is. No, it's, no, it's a sack fly if he scores. Yes. It's just a fly out. It's just a fly out. Still a sack fly. <laughs> I'm just, just very quickly, Brian, before you answer with uh, Pedro and Chris Sale, I'm looking at Pedro's 1999. 23 and 4, 313 strikeouts, 207 ERA. Yeah. When like, Chris Sale I, does so, that, you can talk to me. Yeah. Chris Sale's dominant, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, can, I, can, I can't right now, but you as can't much as it. I like Chris <laughs> Sale, like, if Chris Sale has a filthy year this year, like say he goes 25 and 1 with like a 2 something ERA and 275 strikeouts, I'd be like, all right, maybe. Yeah, then, maybe. Then maybe you can talk about it, but right. then he has to do that for like four more years. Your, your boy's up now. And he has to win a World JBJ. Series. JBJ! <laughs> JBJ! All right, uh, question two, Brian. All right, question two. Mark asks, legend. You are a fat bastard. (laughs) Mark asks, uh, legendary comedian Don Rickles passed away at the age of 90 on Thursday. I'm not sure if you guys knew this, but he actually played Mr. Potato Head in the Toy Story movies. I didn't know that. I did not. Don Rickles? Yeah. Oh, I I, uh, I think so. That's what Mark I'm gonna. Plays. I'm gonna trust Mark. Sure. So he played Mr. Potato. <laughs> I don't. Tr- Hold on. I'm gonna Google that. Go ahead and Google it. But I, I believe. It, it, yeah, I wouldn't think that he would have just said that for no reason. Uh, a, by the way, JBJ uh, with a sack fly. real a sack fly, fly. A real driving sack in fly. Mitch Moreland, Red was, Sox lead. It was Don Rickles. It was Don Rickles. So yeah. Mark's uh, question here is: as a tribute to the great Don Rickles, I want to know if Mr. Potato Head was your favorite character from Toy Story. No. And if no. not, who was? Uh, no, sorry, Mark. It wasn't Mr. Potato Head. For me, it was. Woody? Ew. I liked, uh, Ew. I liked Woody. I liked Woody. It's Tom Hanks. I know, but I'm just saying you could have been like more creative with that. Oh, Buzz was, Woody's Buzz the main, I mean, it's Woody and Buzz. Those are the two right. main characters. Uh, Lil Buzz Bo was Peep, kind of an a-hole. T-Rex. Lil Bo Peep. Buzz, Slinky Dog. Like, I, nothing Slinky against Buzz dog. Lightyear, but he was kind of an a-hole in the beginning because he thought, oh, I can fly. Look at me. I'm awesome. Uh, the, I'm, the the pig? New, I'm Andy's new toy. Yeah, the piggy bank. The piggy bank. It was fun. <laughs> the piggy bank. Yeah. Right, that was, uh, uh, what's his name from Cheers? Right, who played the piggy bank? That guy from Cheers. Yeah, he was the mailman from Cheers. He had the mustache. Uh, I I forget his name. He's in all the Pixar movies. But I guess Mark's asking if you had to pick one character, and for me it's Woody, who would be your favorite from Toy Story in the honor of the great Don Rickles. Who was it? Mine's the pig. Piggy bank? Yeah. What about what about the little army guys? Oh, 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 oh. The way they'd like march and like make that noise. Oh, oh, oh. I yeah, like those guys too. Because their feet army were glued guys. together. Yeah. 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 Those guys were awesome. <laughs> I love those guys. Toy Story in general. They'd always send awesome. them on missions. The yeah. the like weird configured toys um at the at the evil guy's house. Yeah, it's Sid. Right? Sid, yeah. Yeah, Sid. But that Sid, like he was the, the baby, the baby that's like glasses. Yeah. Like mutating on that mutating. It's like experimented on. Well, it's just he just combine different toys. That kid was sick. Kind of crazy. Sorry, we all just got distracted briefly <laughs> by the Red Sox. Like, all at the same time, we all started watching the Red Sox there. <laughs> so, uh, yes. I could adjust this, too. Like, uh, who's ahead. your favorite comedian, guys? You know, because uh, Don Rickles was a famous comedian. Eddie Murphy back in the day. Really? Eddie yeah, his, his stand-up now doesn't hold up. I'm out. a big guy. Um, uh, uh, you know, the thing is, like, if, if he did that stand-up today, uh, he wouldn't he wouldn't last as a stand-up comedian. The PC police would be all over him. Uh, so stop watching the Red Sox. <laughs> we have a radio show to do. <laughs> Pay attention. Mike keeps turning around. <laughs> anyway... Uh, yeah, I'd anyway, say... Anyway, now that we're in commercial I mean, break... Currently, I'd say Kevin Hart... 
Ew. Kevin Hart? Yeah. Um, he's hilarious. Yeah, he is. Uh, he my favorite. Why do you keep saying ew? To <laughs> I don't know. Say, what he's ew. funny. Uh, my favorites right now are Bill Burr, Louis C.K. Louis C.K. is my top. Uh, Louis That's just had a new special Hannibal on Netflix, Burris. which is hilarious. He's going to be on uh, SNL this week. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, he's always a good watch. Yeah. Um, uh, dude, Mike Birbiglia, I don't know if you guys know him, but nope. he's one of my favorites now, too. No one ever knows who that is, but he's funny. Uh, and then Dave Chappelle just had Dave his Chappelle. new special. Who? I haven't seen Still one yet. of the you know funniest I'm guys. I'm blanking on, on his name now, but I love this guy. He was in Breaking Bad. He was sort of the, he was the guy that Skyler Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you did mention him. Yeah. He's the first one I mentioned. He might, he might be my his, favorite. Uh, the F is for Family show is pretty good on that. Yeah. Yeah. I heard he's got a cartoon now. Yeah. Too. That's what it is. We F just, is we just for butchered family. Mark's question about Don Rickles and Toy Story. Yeah, I mean, so we, we got to turn it out. Well, his question was ew. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't watched Toy Story uh, recently enough to be able There's to There's a really fourth one coming out in 20 I haven't seen that. the third one. What? I haven't seen I, Toy I, Story uh, 3. What? I haven't seen Toy Story 3. Have I you seen Finding Dory? God, it was one of the yeah, most emotional movie. movies I've ever seen. Really? Was. Toy what? Story 3 uh, is notorious for making adults cry. Yep. Oh, I've got to watch it now. I mean, like, Wait, I wait you want to cry? Well, I mean, I grew up on the first he, one. He wants to cry. It was sad, man. I know. I hey, know. bro, I, anyone that watched Toy Story endlessly as a kid like I that's did. That's what I mean. No, that's that's why. It was people our age yeah. went to the theaters, watched Toy Story 3, didn't know what they were getting themselves into because the last 20 minutes, you're you're just like uh, holding back tears, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Well, how how are toys making me feel this sort of emotion? That's Animated thing. Toy toys. Story, and again, like I, we're getting sidetracked here, but Toy Story actually had a really good emotional core. Those movies, you know, it talks uh, about like nothing like the third one. Really, but in the oh first one, it deals, with, it. it deals with jealousy and envy. Right? Woody gets really jealous when Buzz shows up. All right, up. can we go to question three? Okay, let's go to question three. Sorry, this question is a Toy Story three. show. You've got to always protect the McNuggets. <laughs> 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 are we, yeah, are you, sorry, sorry. Yeah. yeah, again, sorry, we're, we are without like, headphones. Yeah, here. I wasn't sure if it fired, but listening. You know, the whole, I'm sorry, I could talk about Toy Story all day or Disney movies, Pixar movies, or whatever. But I'm we sorry. won't. But we won't. We, we will I won't not. Bore you I will stop you. I will mute your microphone. <laughs> all right, Mark asks here question number three. There's no doubt Boston is the most spoiled city in America right now when it comes to pro teams. The Pats are coming off a Super Bowl. The Sox are looking to make another World Series run. They just had Chris Sale make his debut the other day. The Bruins and the Celtics also playoff bound. So that got me thinking, who do you guys think is the second most spoiled fan base? Interesting question. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I got to go with Chicago. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I mean, and it's not even close. You know, Black Hawks and the Cubs? Uh, no, yeah, yeah that's totally, about it. Totally, that's, I mean, it. that's, that's it. Chicago right. Fire for the MLS. But I mean, uh, if you consider like the amount of championships it is, I think right. they're the next Recently. closest over the past fifteen years. Yeah. Be New York though. I mean, like, no. was, well, we're looking at a condensed time frame. Yeah, the not last looking at, like, fifteen overall. years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, what does New York want? Twice with the Yankees. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, and that's and it. the Giants. No, uh, yeah, you're right. The Giants have won two. But they have too many teams. They got right. two teams in every freaking league. Right, and they're technically in New Jersey, most yeah. of the teams. Yeah, okay. that's true. The Giants, and then, let's see, 2009 with the Yankees, and then 2000 with the Yankees, right? And then they that's lost not 15 years. That's so that's 17 years. Well, then if you go back into the 90s, they won four. No, for this stretch, barometer, we're for starting this, okay, when we're the starting. Patriots won in 2001. Okay, then it's tough. I mean, yeah, Chicago works. I I don't know, maybe... So like The thing is, if we're taking an entire city, it's really tough to do. I right. tend to just go with one fan base, and I think the one fan base I would choose is, we were talking about it earlier, the Red Wings. I mean, the Red Wings, Detroit, for yeah. a quarter of a century, were walked into a playoff spot every single year. I mean, talk about taking that for granted. Oh, for sure. Uh, that was a historic run that the Red Wings went, went on there. Um, Did they win any titles then? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they won uh, two, I believe, in the 25 years. Or maybe... 
three. I That's can't remember enough. what they won in the 90s. They okay. definitely won in the 90s with Steve Eisenman, and they certainly beat the Pittsburgh Penguins uh, like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think it's Chicago. Right now, right now it's Chicago. Yeah, I agree For with me you. at least. I uh, agree with I don't you. know. I can't think of another town that could even come close to being labeled as like well unfortunately they have the bears do it by city it has to be by fan base because boston is unique in the sense that every one of our four yeah every one of our pro teams have has won since the patriots started it off in 2001 Mm -hmm. no other city can really you know lay claim to that right it's just a fan base based on individual sports like the Cavs. Their fans right now are spoiled and have been spoiled except for that little four-year period where LeBron ditched them. But for the most part, if you take that out, the Cavs have been spoiled in terms of Wherever LeBron goes. But then you got the Cleveland Browns. Well, that's the thing. The dumpster fire. For the most part, the the Indians have sucked. Only recently have the Indians been since Terry Francona joined discussion. Hey, 07 ALCS, they were on the brink. Then JD Drew messed with that. (laughs) Whatever. Josh Beckett. All right, next question, Brian. Okay, so what are we on? Question four now? Yeah. Sorry, Mark. I'm I'm butchering your five questions, Mark. He butchered them himself. (laughs) Mark asks, Ouch. How do you guys. Yeah, I was going to say, shop on the belt. Have they? Yeah, we're we're about to run Ah. over, which means it's good. Yeah. Started late. All right, guys. uh, Mark asks, How do you guys feel about Phil Sims being replaced as the number one color commentator on CBS by Tony Romo? Good. And who is worse at their job? Phil Sims or Chris Collinsworth? Phil Sims. Phil Sims is um, the worst at it. Phil Sims is worse. But the thing is, how do I feel about it? Kind of sad, actually, because it's a guilty pleasure of mine to watch Phil Sims do his job. Why? It's just, it's funny to hear what that guy has to say. And he doesn't have to say much, though. I, he states the obvious, and it's kind of funny right. the way he, he says it. He tries to sound smart. Literally states the obvious. Like if you ever go to Phil Simms quotes at Phil Simms quotes on Twitter, it's yeah. the most hilarious thing to watch a Rob game and then Gronkowski's a tough guy to take down. He's a big man. <laughs> he's a guys, big man, and, and he's also a Patriots. Have hater. you? He is a Patriots hater. But have you guys ever seen that clip of him explaining what a forward pass is? Yeah. That is not a forward pass, Jim. Because in order for it to be a forward pass, the ball has to go forward. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, thanks, Phil. Uh, so, uh, football <laughs> players generally, well, they they go out and, and they football. tackle and play football it, and, and, and deliver hits that you wouldn't believe. We should we should have done this uh, this past March a bracket of you know worst color commentators and had. Tim McCarver, Phil Sims, Chris Collinsworth. Uh, wait. So, well, well, Jim, third and one on the goal line here. They're going for a touchdown. Yeah, no crap, Phil. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Uh, Jim Nance. I have a sub-question for this. What? Uh, when will Tony Romo get hurt in the broadcast booth? Ooh, good one. Good <laughs> that, that's a good one. You give it three games. We'll get before. like See, I, w- I was saying week six laryngitis. <laughs> uh, my roommate said week three with a sinus infection. Yeah, <laughs> no, he'll be riding the elevator up, up to the broadcast booth one day, and he'll just fall down, and his back will snap again. Well, uh, you can still broadcast. Well, with usually, a bad back. usually the play-by-play guy is the one that does the back to you guys, right? But I was just hoping that if Tony Romo gets that, he gets like intercepted by. A commercial. <laughs> All right, back to you in the studio. 
And he's like about to say studio <laughs> oh, and then yeah, it cuts to no, a commercial. It's going to be an issue for Tony Romo. <laughs> yeah. he, look, he's not going to do a good job. No. The, the timing is going to be all off. Jim Nance is going to do all the heavy I don't lifting. think he's going to know how to speak uh, being a color commentator. The inflections are important. The timing is important. All of that stuff that goes into being a color commentator. You, you have to use some Tony Romo has no idea about. Or sometimes. he might. Not to mention, us. not to Chalk mention, us. he's going to he's not going to say anything negative about the players on the field. Because he is considering coming back. He's right? a peer so, of them. He's their peer. Half the players that he's going to be commentating on are his peers. He's not going to have any critique of these players. A- anyone who goes out, it, it could be Jay Cutler. Oh, Jay Cutler, for what it's worth, he's a great quarterback. You know, he's got a lot of arm talent, a lot of arm strength. No, he doesn't, Tony. Give us some real critical analysis. I'm already getting him in trouble for something <laughs> he hasn't done. But, but that's what I expect from Tony Romo this year in the booth. All right, final question. Final question. The villain nut taps. These nut buzzers. <laughs> Stop doing it, Marshan. Not cool. Question number five. Mark asks, as you guys know, I couldn't make the show this week because I'm out on a camping trip. Yeah, thanks, Mark. I've mentioned that like eight times on what? the show today. I thought you were here. <laughs> so for my time. final question, I want to know if you guys are avid campers. No. And I'm not. if so, I'm not. what's your favorite part of camping? The None last time it. I went camping, I think I was like 18. My favorite part Snuggling of camping in a is, is going home from camping. You, well, I mean, it's not like I hate camping. I just, I'm not an Scaring off bears. Camping's, What's with the bear <laughs> Camping's honestly, like, I don't even know if it's something that people enjoy on the whole. So I don't know if I can even call it an overrated experience. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of- like, do people like it to the point where I can call it way overrated? I, I don't know. I, don't, I feel like camping was a much bigger thing in the 90s. Am I alone in that? I just feel like people camped well, yeah, more when in there the was 90s. actual real stuff to when do. When there was no social right. media, when right. there were no you, smartphones, you have, uh, when there were no, exactly. there were no cell phones, like at least not as much. Right. You there weren't now. There were, you there were glued big ass to technology. Big ass, yeah, big ass laptops. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think with, that people, people do that. Kids, you know, you need something to do for a weekend. You go camping, you enjoy the great outdoors. No, now if you have kids, you stick them in front of a TV, give them a video game console, and say, all right, see you later, kid. Have a good time. don't even go outside with those anymore. Colors and stimulation. Watch a sunset for crying out loud. I feel like camping is one of those activities where one of your friends asks you if you want to go and you're just like, yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? No, I haven't been camping in a while. That's me. It's literally like a pitching tents. Mm -mm. (laughs) I don't want to do it. Oh, come on, though. It'll be fun. We'll go, you know, the great outdoors. We got bug spray. Oh, yeah, bug spray. Anything that requires bug spray sucks. I don't want to do it. In other words, enjoy uh, your crappy camping experience, Martin, because, uh, I mean, look, I don't hate camping. I just, I'm not an avid camper. I've camped as a kid. Don't get me wrong. I've pitched tents. I've sat around a fireplace and roasted marshmallows and had s'mores. S'mores. By the way, are awesome. S'mores are underrated. If if there's a positive experience from camping, that's one I had from childhood. You know know what's a common misconception about camping? What? That it's the only place you can make s'mores. That's true. That's the only time I've ever had s'mores is when I've gone camping. I've, yeah, I've, I've made like, them in my apartment. I yeah. haven't like randomly been it's at home actually and been easier. like, hey, let me make s'mores. It's actually much easier <laughs> to just make s'mores in your apartment so, than it is to make a fire and roast marshmallows over it. Look, uh, don't get me wrong. I like being a roasted marshmallow. Mm, they're mean. But I don't need to go out to the woods in order to eat a roasted marshmallow. Sure. And everyone knows it. Yeah. So in other words, no, Mark, we are not avid campers. <laughs> and again, I have nothing against it, but eh, that's that's my reaction to camping is, mm, eh, I don't care. Yeah. All right. Blast off coming up next. 
the Sports Blast on ESPN New Hampshire. Don't go anywhere. 1250 ESPN New Hampshire. Manchester's local ESPN.